Do it. Hold on, I'm putting my phone on silent. I already started. Oh God! Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Bum Fuzzle Podcast. Uh, before we get started, I would like to say a couple words about a, a dear friend of mine. Uh, his name is Drew Barth. He is a stand-up comic in Seattle. Uh, if you guys have listened to the Osby Podcast before, he was a multiple-time guest on that. He is someone that I respect uh, dearly. He's someone that I look up to a ton. I've always looked up to him. He's a guy who is one very funny two very respectful three very genuine he's a wonderful wonderful guy he got hit by a truck uh which is the last thing you want to do and uh it's very unfortunate he had to have emergency surgery and there is a gofundme and i know and this is actually kind of a funny point uh to make uh i don't really like gofundmes and i think they get abused a lot and he has a gofundme and I donated to it, and I would, I'm would i bringing this up so you guys can actually go out and donate to it. If you like, you don't have to. If you want to send a buck, it's great. Uh, but he's a guy who's going to be taken care of. Uh, the GoFundMe is doing, doing very well. But if you just want to ease somebody's pain, you know, I look at it as you know buying them dinner in a couple months. Who knows? Uh, they can put the money wherever they want. Uh, but definitely go donate. If you guys know Drew Barth, if you've seen him, uh, he's one of the best stand-up comics in Seattle. He's one of the best stand-up comics I have ever met in terms of a person. He's a genuine guy. So there's that. Now let's start the show. All right. Uh, so welcome to Bumfuzzle. My name is BRC. Yeah. I felt so weird saying welcome to Bumfuzzle. That's your job. It's okay. And with me is a man who is is constantly interrupting me. Aaron Kirby. You know what? <laughs> I was thinking that I didn't give out any info on what I just talked about at the top of the show. Uh, so we will, the Bumfuzzle account will uh, tweet out the link to what I yeah, just talked about. I'll do it right now. Okay, cool. We'll tweet it out today and tomorrow. I realized that I just told them to blindly check out something, but then I didn't give them any info on where to find it. Uh, but how am I interrupting you? Oh, I We just... got it fixed. No, I just meant like right now and just the ongoing joke of you interrupting me with the we audio. We fixed it. Yes. We fixed it. I hear you. No, 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 no. Do you? I do. Oh, uh, do you? How do I tweet it? Um, okay. I just Tweeting's a very simple thing. You don't I really need it. it. I just did it. Um, so anyways, yeah, we're here. We're happy. It's later than typical. But you know what? You guys are making this show hefty <laughs> so just based off the things i've seen we should have a lot of fun doing this I yeah say. we have a lot of good questions coming in tonight and we got some good homework as well it's mm. uh it's gonna be a good pod i think i think the best pods are the ones that you tell everyone it's gonna be really good uh because there's no nowhere else but up you know there's nowhere else but up it's kind of like seeing the movie get out late everyone's like it's a great fucking movie. You know what's crazy? Can we talk about that really quick? I yeah. think I saw Get Out really late. Yeah. And then I found out it's nominated for the Oscars. Oh, really? Which, which I just got, like, I I guess I saw it so late. Yeah. Which I swear was this time last year. Yeah. 
which was after it came out. I don't know how it's involved with this year's Oscars. I think it's just like release date after the Oscars are released or something. I'm sure that's it. But it should win. It's a great show. It's a great it, flick. It's a good, good movie. It's, it's, a, it's a, good I, f- I liked it. I wasn't like, it was kind of on the nose for me. But I was like, yeah, this is a good movie. Well, you and I have talked about how good it is to watch like a like a very well-made scary movie. Yes. And Get Out was probably like in terms of movie making the one of the best ones I've seen in years. Oh, wow. I mean, it had everything. It was a good movie. Most scary movies we talked about this are not good movies. But that right. I think was a great movie that happened to be a horror or a thriller, whatever you want to call it. Right. Talked right. about race. You know what I mean? Important. I would have voted for Obama a third time. Yeah, that's great. I like that. <laughs> I like that one. I like the um, like reverse racism, racism lines in that movie. It's very, very, very fun. Yes. So, speaking of your racism, Aaron oh. Kirby. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? How... What do you mean, speaking of my racism? <laughs> I was hoping that we could just scoot past that. <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing I've been doing is being... I'm, I, I wanted to bring this up to you on the phone, but I thought I'd bring it fresh, is that uh, my wife is having a friend come into town, which we've had a bunch of times, which is fine. But do you guys ever host somebody from out of town who's nope. like... A f- no? Oh, what? How? <laughs> We don't really know people from out of town. Like, I had friends that oh, came up because I have I actually have a bunch of people I know from San Francisco, but they just stayed at an Airbnb. So, yeah. Oh, no that's one wants so to come. cool. Well, this and is what we do. House. Yeah, this is what we do. We go, well, you guys could stay here, but just know that, like, the party starts early here. So, like, yeah, you can sleep in. We're not going to wake you, but we're going to start moving around probably around 7 a.m. And that's like if we sleep in. So. Oh, man. that's uh, So that's how I act mm-hmm. normally. I'm a very early riser, especially compared to people my age who think they're going to come and sleep in. Yeah. Uh, but I don't tell them. Yeah. That's I just walk smart. out of my bedroom in my underpants at like 7.30, and I'm like, good morning. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. We're hosting uh, one of Chelsea's dear friends, which is great because it's not one of them that sucks. I don't dislike any of her friends, but some of them just don't have a whole lot of fun in them. So this yeah. one should this one should be better. Yeah, well, that's good. Hopefully that you guys can so enjoy it. Hopefully, clean. I had to clean today. I yeah. had to vacuum. I had to wash a blanket that we washed last time someone was here, but I had to wash it again. Even though it's never been used since then, mm-hmm. I have to do all these checklist things because Chelsea works at night. It's very annoying. Yeah. Clean the stove. Do you get to not hang out with them when she's here? Because that's like the best part is when your so, significant other is hanging out with a friend. So far, no. I tried to pull it last time but because mm-hmm. they were like, hey, do you want to go to the Sear Tower? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to spend $20 to go up an elevator and be freaked out by standing on glass. That sounds awful. Uh, but this time I will have a little bit because I am working during the day, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll have that. That's they'll good. Ha- they'll have their daytime, and then I'll be able to pick up with them uh, at night. So I'm a big fan of that. So you get to get, you get to hang out with them when the food gets good. Exactly. I don't have to worry about bullshit brunch. Do you like brunch? 
What's the difference between brunch and breakfast? I mean, I just figure like brunch people just eat a lot of eggs Benedict, which I'm okay with. Yeah, it's uh, it costs more, and it's trendier. That I know. That I know. It does. It does. Cost because more. like I'll go to brunch and I like brunch, but I don't think I've ever looked at a brunch menu and I saw something where I was like, "Ooh, that looks fucking awesome!" Like because it's all yeah. just breakfast food, which I like. Don't get me wrong, but it's what nothing, about the like, breakfast buffets, like brunch stuff? I'll fuck with those. I'll fuck with a buffet any day. Anything that's like mildly moist in a steel container with a candle under it. (laughs) I'll probably just eat the entire pan. You put human shit in there and I'd give it a shot. Yeah, just as long as you just put a label that says chorizo or something and like a little paprika (laughs) on it. Just a little parsley on top. It'll be fine. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. Yeah, dude, that's all I've been doing is prepping for this prepping prepping for this visit yeah so be on my best behavior during the weekend but there will be sometimes which no i mean this is weird let me figure out my phrasing i think they're gonna lean on you to be the tour guide because that's what my wife would do if she had what a do you mean you think chelsea <laughs> has been like hey i've never been to this part of the city can you find stuff for us and i was like well that's also a place that i have physically never been to but sure i'll google it for you yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll do the legwork of googling and looking at yelp it's like it's against like, her religion to type o's and g's it's so annoying <laughs> i was like well we're gonna be in old town the night before at second city we can look around and figure out a place like come on come on yeah take it as a compliment i do love that whenever someone comes from out of town which i'm hoping that that might eventually be you Mm-hmm. Uh, I just get to eat all my favorite things that I tell myself not to eat. Like during I, a course. I mean, that's it, right? Is like that's the you're shit. Like, oh, I never, never tried it here, and they're like, "Hey, Mitch." <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like Pequod's is like my favorite pizza in the city. It's my favorite deep dish. It used to at my old place uh, deliver, and I just would get it delivered way too much. But now since I've moved, I've had it like once since like June. And so it was like Pequod's is on the list. We're going to go to Oshaval, which is that burger place I've told you about like a hundred times. Right. Uh, and I just can't wait to eat all the food. Yeah. So, so just come visit, man. The Mariners are coming in April to uh, the White Sox. I would. It would have to be I, – I will do it. I want it to be further down the road because I am doing so good on my diet. And if I were to go, I would have to just like consume a lot of food. And I'm being so strict right now. I don't know if you hear me sniffing, but I got keto mints that are just loaded with stevia. And I'm even afraid to eat one. I'm just smelling the container. Does your mouth smell? Do you have bad breath? Jessica says my mouth smells like shit. Apparently, there's a thing called keto breath. And boy, do I have it. And so uh, that's another thing where I never... And I'm not sure if it's because I didn't count my macros and I wasn't exactly in keto. But like yeah. I never really truly got the keto flu. I never got sick. I got tired. But I never also dealt with bad breath, which I think Chelsea would have told me if I was. Yeah. Like there's so, no way she would be quiet about that. Right. No, totally. So my whole thing with keto, by the way, as an update for the what are you doing? And I just want to tell everyone I feel fucking great now. My energy has been the yeah, most baby. consistent throughout the day it's ever been. Boom, baby. And a couple, and I think time was a, a, a component of it. But then also the other piece to it that I think that really helped 
was A, I learned that the one thing that you have to be hyper-conscious of in this diet is that your electrolytes plummet. So I started taking magnesium to help with that and then also making sure I eat salt. And that, I've definitely seen a change since then. Another thing that I've done is I've started drinking bone broth. And there's this one called Nona Lim. And it's seriously the best fucking thing I've ever drank. It like, I'm thinking about it right now, how good it is. But it's just really hard to come by. But that was great also. So, How much weight have you lost? And how? Well, first tell me, how long have you done it for? Eight days. Uh, eight or nine days. How much weight have you lost? 15 pounds. Yeah, it's... You lose so much in the first week. You're, yeah. you're going to lose like two to three every week going forward. But the first time I uh, did it, I lost like 15 pounds in the, fir- in the first seven days. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that... Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. It's definitely easier to do. And it's actually like an easier diet that I thought it would be to do when you're out and about because you just have to say no carb. Because you can't eat anything. (laughs) Well, no, you just you just like if you were to get like a burger, it's like, all right, no bun. I'll just wrap it in the lettuce. If you go to sushi, it's like I'll just have sashimi. Like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And since I'm doing the Bulletproof, the one thing I had to do is because I'm going to San Francisco soon is I went and looked up um, where I could find that in the morning, and I found a place that's right by my office, and there's multiple. And it, But, of course, it's San Francisco, and I was San say. Francisco is loaded with all that kind of weird shit, but regardless, yeah. Do you know what the difference between Whole30 and Keto and Atkins is? Because somebody asked me today, being like, because I was explaining it to a coworker because mm-hmm. she just got her wedding dress, and she's like, I need to slim down. I was like, you should do Keto. It's... Like, you do that for two months, your body will look completely different. And then she was like, is that like Whole30? But I haven't looked it up. Have you heard of Whole30? So I, know, I have heard of Whole30. I know 30. it's no carbs. I know it's no sugar. I know it's no process. It sounds very keto-like, but I think, like, the fat intake is probably not as high. Yeah. So I have heard of Whole30. Um, what I will say as far as what I know about Whole30 is that is nothing. What I can say what I know about uh, the other ones, Atkins and Keto, is that Atkins is protein heavy and Keto is fats heavy. Mm. So I know that's the distinction is that, yeah, on Keto, yes. you can eat meat and stuff like that, but you really want to you want really want to stay closer to the fats. So yeah, like the avocados and if you're going to eat meat, eat the pork and eat the bacon. Ex- exactly. Um, yeah. But everyone. So, yeah, I think I mean, I'm past the point of even bringing that up again, just because it's just so a part of my fucking routine. But the one thing I wanted to talk about that I'm really into right now is I've restarted the Always Sunny series from season one. And that may be like one of the most, if not the most underrated show ever made, because I went back. I was like, I'm just going to start in season one. You know how some shows they don't hold up when you watch those older seasons That show in the first season was fucking gold from the beginning. So, I agree. I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the pod, maybe on the very first episodes we did, but Mm -hmm. that was a show that I've always meant to watch in its entirety. Yep. Like, I've, I've seen probably, before I started watching it in entirety, I've probably seen like 20, 25 episodes of it. And I've always liked it, but I never just sat down and been like, I'm going to watch this show. Yeah. And then when I went to my buddy's place for Thanksgiving, he showed me all his favorite ones. So, like, in an hour, we were able to see like three. And then when we got back, we started watching it all. And this was beginning of December. We were done in like three weeks. It's like, that's all we watched. 
It's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's so every, good. Every single episode has a moment where you have a laughing fit. The uh, I think I texted you because I gave you like random thoughts because I knew you were a big fan. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to remember what the one, the exact story of the one, but it was about someone pooping. As dumb as that sounds, they were doing like an investigation. Fuck. They pooped in the urinal, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then the girl who was D's friend did like this giant fucking monologue about who pooped in the urinal that lasted like probably four to five minutes, like just ended the entire episode. And it was so fucking funny. Yeah. No, it shows funny. It's, it's real good. And there's like such wonderful subtleties to that show. Like the one I watched last night where, uh, Mac was confronting a girl who turned out to be a tranny Oh and yeah, she had a dick, and she was like, "Oh, you're 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 so buff. I mean, I see you at the gym all the time." He's like, "Oh yeah," and he had like the smile on his face and started flexing. It's like, God, that's so fucking good. Just how casually he just did that. Each um, character is so, and that's how you know it's a really good show is because each character delivers perfectly. Like yeah. each character is a hundred and ten percent of the character you think they would. So the jokes are even funnier because you're like, that's exactly how Mac would respond. Oh yeah, dude, and they're, that's they're exactly so consistent. what Charlie would do. And that's like the type of thing you get in like a thirty rock or right. an arrested development where you're like, each joke is funnier because each person is so perfectly their character. Right. Like there's no weak link in that show at all. No way. No way. One no, of my the, favorite things good. right now is I watched Monday Night Raw, of course, and there is a new USA show where it show it's like the detectives looking into the, the murders of Tupac and Biggie Smalls. I, I want to start watching that show. Oh, well, did you notice that the dude from Always Sunny who's like in that family where they all fuck each other? Yeah, he's yeah, on he, Westworld too. Oh, okay. Well, he's in it, and all I think about is that family every time he's on there. Like, like to, in my head, he's, like, tidecasted just to that character. Yeah. No, he's in, he's in Westworld, and he's a very, very serious character. But I'm like, didn't you, like, fuck your brother in the shower and Always Sunny or something? So <laughs> it's just like, like... Rickety Cricket came up and was, like, the president in the show. Yeah, exactly. It make no sense. Yeah, it's the McPoyles. That's what it is. McPoyles. There we go. With the uh, the sister with the unibrow. Yeah, so it's cool. Liam McPoyle. Ah, oh, man, dude, you're going to make me wa- rewatch this because I've yet to do the very fun first rewatch of a show that you really like, especially a comedy. Like, I remember yeah. my first rewatch of Arrested Development more than I remember my first rewatch of, I think, of anything. Yeah, and Always Sunny is way better than that show. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, ooh! I think they're both good. They're both good. <laughs> I just, I think always, everyone always talks about Arrested Development being this fucking cultural phenomenon, like how great it was. But no one ever gives Always Sunny the credit of how great that show is. I like Always Sunny because I think it's more accessible and easier to get into than Arrested Development. Because Arrested Development took me a couple tries. Because yeah. Arrested Development is one of those things where you rewatch it. Like, it's almost like an Archer, but I think it's probably more so than Archer, where it gains its value. Because, like, I remember the first time I rewatched 
Arrested Development, I was blown away by all the stuff I missed. And then the yeah. third time, I was still catching stuff. So it's almost, maybe I'm too dumb. Maybe that's the thing. But Always Sunny is very accessible. It's very universal. It's very easy to pick up. And it's just, there's just laugh lines everywhere and all the time. Yes. I love it. I love it too. And we, we can definitely talk about other things. But I just want to say for those of you that are all Always Sunny's fans, I try, I challenge you to try to find a better Charlie scene other than the one where they are creating his dating profile. That's a good one. That is a really good one. <laughs> Which episode is one. that? Do you have that so I can watch that tonight? I'll figure it out. Okay. It'll be easy to find. But yeah, where he's talking about like, they're like, what are your hobbies? And he's like, magnets. <laughs> Did you see? Oh, here. Keep talking about Always Sunny really yes. quick. Uh, I like Always Sunny. God damn, I should <laughs> never trust you with anything. <laughs> It's a show I enjoy. I'm going to watch it tonight as soon as we're done with this. God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Okay, so found it. Found it. Stop yeah. talking for the love of God. Okay. Uh, so there's a Kent State pitcher. Uh, oh, I where, saw this. Yep, go ahead, though. Where he, he put his profile on ESPN because they were broadcasting a game. Uh, and he just riddled it with always sunny in Philadelphia quotes. And mm-hmm. it was it was for his dating profile for Charlie's. Yeah, and, and he said magnets and ghouls and shit. <laughs> but the fucking the ESPN announcer just had no idea what to make of it. And that's and, what made it great is that he wasn't in on the joke. So he was like, and he was like actually interpreting this as weird. <laughs> yeah because he was just like he says he likes magnets and the dude's like up to bat like getting stretched and he's like yeah and he fears goblins and ghouls i don't know what that's about like he's just totally out of the joke which makes it a thousand times funnier yeah the only problem no. is he never he never mentioned milk steak which i was just like sitting there being like "Ooh, say milk steak Ooh, say milk steak but he didn't you know what it. i bet happened is milk steak was probably on there and then he said to himself, like, okay, this is a fucking joke. Like, yeah, yeah, that, ha- that has to be it, right? No, 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 no. Just send me the, just send me the clip. I'll do it, and we'll put it in right here. All right, if you, if you just want to plug in your phone, just... Yes. You went away. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> There's no sound now. <laughs> this is the episode. This is the episode. Please come back. <laughs> He's probably going to have to rejoin. I don't want to edit all this out. You guys are going to have to just deal with this. He thinks it's working. He thinks he's playing it and that we can hear it, but it's not working. It's not working at all. (laughs) So here we are. Me, the fuzzies. We're just sitting here waiting for Aaron Kirby to realize that we can't hear a damn thing that he's doing and we're just kind of holding our dicks 
I'm holding my dick, and then you are holding your collective dick. I'm texting him right now. <laughs> he wanted this to work so bad. Did you guys hear the energy in his voice? He's really looking forward to this for work, and I kind of feel for the guy. Really want, really wanted to, really wanted to be the be the audio engineer there for a second. But nope, here we are. I wonder if this is what it feels like when radio shows. <laughs> he just left. Is he back? Let's see. I wonder if this is what it's like when radio shows have a guest that no shows an interview or just does a shit job on the interview, you know? I think that could be it. Who knows? Other than that, while we're waiting for Aaron, why don't I read some stock prices? Google stock price. Is Aaron back? <laughs> Wait, so what do I do? Okay, all right, so <laughs> here's the thing. There's oh, no shit. thing. Can you hear no. the echo? I can. I have two tabs. It's okay. Over. Let me get rid of this guy. I think I can kick it out. This is fun. I'm having a great time. <laughs> This is uh, good. We need to do more podcasting production improv. Yeah, you should kill the one that you had open originally and use this one. See ya. I'm back. Did that baby. work? Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but I there was a recording time on the other one, and now there's the fresh recording time. I'm not sure how it's going to affect Nothing you. Nothing at all. No, I'm here. I've Dang. been talking God. to them. I I was literally about to just read stock prices. <laughs> Good, that's what you should do. Here's the yes. question: Is uh, did you hear it? No. See, that was that was the best really? part of the whole thing. <laughs> is we were t I was talking to the bum fuzzies, and I was like, guys, the best part about this is he's sitting back with a shit eating grin on his face, like this is working. <laughs> <laughs> dude i was like sitting there laughing my ass off at <laughs> that's amazing so you guys should just go find it well, yeah i'll tweet it i'll tweet it yeah. we'll tweet it i'll tweet it we'll see if the bum fuzzle pod will decide to retweet <laughs> he me he will that that account is we'll also see if i remember to yeah, tweet it. that's that will be a component of it um, for those that don't know, the Bumfuzzle Pod is actually run by Mark Hamill. So yeah, he's our. Uh, let's actually let's peel back the curtain and be completely yes. honest. If you guys want to talk to Chris, you tweet the Bumfuzzle Pod. He's in charge. If you want to talk to me, you email the Bumfuzzle Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Bumfuzzle Podcast at gmail.com. That's what he's in control of. That's what I'm in control of. Mark Hamill doesn't do shit. He just sits back and eats jelly beans. That's all Can he does. I just say that the distinction is is that if you tweet at us, we both have the opportunity to see the tweets. If so, if you do bum fuzzle pause, we both have visibility to that. Do we? Because I don't have the log. No, but I mean, you can see who tweets at it. Like if someone responds to one of the tweets is what I'm saying. 
Oh, well, if someone responds to it, yeah. But if you guys are going to tweet at Bumfuzzle Podcast, you're going to have to respond. You can put yep. me in there. Yep. Because if you're just organically tweeting at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, for instance, all the people, all the wonderful Bumfuzzies who emailed bumfuzzle at gmail.com, the email that says not mm-hmm. cool. The only way I saw that is because Bumfuzzle retweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll keep doing that. Yeah. I'll text Mark right now. Fuck that guy. Hey, dude, that was Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill didn't... I met Mark Hamill once, and he told me when I met him on the red carpet of the Video Game Awards that he would never, ever take Bumfuzzle at gmail.com. And here we are. Here we are. Let's turn in some homework. <laughs> if you did your homework, then say I did my homework. I did my homework. I did my homework. And if you did your homework, then say I did my homework. I did my homework. I did my homework. I want to do a good job. <laughs> okay. One of those mm-hmm. shows. Uh, it's got to. Uh, it's just one. We of don't those have rails shows. on this fucking roller coaster. You get on, and it's basically. Why exactly. would we? Um, so, air, speaking of off the rails, for those that are just fucking catching up this episode or whatever you're doing, whatever you decide to do with your time, we are now going to talk about Elf and Lead, which we both have watched now. Correct. I've watched the first episode. I was going to watch the eighth episode, uh, but then I ran out of Why time. Why the eighth one? Because Naughty, because Naughty Ned tweeted at me being like, it's very funny that you watched the wrong anime. Because if you guys don't remember from last week, I watched the wrong anime. So I was subject to anime that I didn't need to be subjected to. And he said the first and the eighth one are the easiest ones when you, there's no like backstory if you don't mm-hmm. really know it. Yeah. So I was going to watch it because the first one was kind of a lot to take in. I'm not sure if that's how you felt. It was Stranger Things in anime to me. It was pretty wild. That girl just kept blowing people yeah. up. Yeah, it was just Stranger Things. It was a fine plot. Like if that was an anime and it was people like, oh, this is good. But it was just anime. Yeah, but it was like Stranger Things with like a seashell because she breaks a seashell at one yeah. point. And this dude just loses his mind. It's like, come on, man. We, I'll take you to the beach. I'll grab you some more seashells. I think his sister's dead, though. I think that's what I I think that's on. what's happening. But it's like, dude, dead sounds like he's been dead for a minute. It's like, maybe quit being a dipshit and carrying around a fucking fragile-ass seashell, you moron. Dude, that is like the most brittle <laughs> thing you could do. <laughs> like, you put that seashell in a box somewhere. You don't carry it around. Are you yep. kidding me? Yep. Like, I don't have a dead sister, but if I did, and she handed me, like, some fucking seaweed, like, hardened mm-hmm. seaweed, I'd put it somewhere. I wouldn't be like, check it out. Oh, shit, it got yep. crumbled. Yep. So, it's let dumb. me ask you this. Um, you see those nipples? There was some tits on that. Like, That's what I like about anime, is that there's always a fair share of... Just a little bit. Yeah, of there's always just like, oh, that is an over-sexualized female body right there. Mm-hmm, like, oh, so, point so I, so this is what I always get the the impression of when people suggest anime is they want us to get into anime, and I've never gotten into anime, and I would just be curious, what did you think of this as an anime? Did it make you curious to watch other animes? And then, how about just lastly, did you enjoy it in general? 
So, okay, I will say this. I did actually enjoy it. I did too. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was very fun. I thought it was insane, which which I think was the word that Naughty Ned told us, that it is an insane, over-the-top anime. Uh, I've had people try to get me into animes before. I once dated a girl, and like three months into it, she's like, I'm going to get you into anime. And I was like, you're probably not going to. (laughs) <laughs> and she she definitely didn't but this is the type of anime if you're going to try to get me an anime this is like the one that i would watch because it's gory there's boobies big fan of the boobies yeah. and it's uh it's just ridiculous like it's a, it's kind of like a caricature of what i think anime is so i think it's more pleasant for me to watch if that makes any it sense it does you just you just open yourself up to a shit ton of anime recommendations my friend <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I'll go on the record as saying as long as there's a lot of boobies, uh, people getting their heads cut off, women possessed maybe by the devil, we're not that far into it, we don't know, then yeah, yeah, shot. I enjoyed the episode. I was pleasantly surprised by how it was done. It was, there's a couple of funny moments, like, I forget what the dude said, but there was a one guy that's like the main enemy, and a girl came up. To like take his notes or give him a drink or something, and he just punched her in the face. It was just like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? It's so it's so over the top. But uh, yeah, no. Other than that, it was good. You know, here's the thing. I've always I'm always looking for new stuff to watch. So I'll probably come back with a report of more of this anime. I want. I'd like to give. Are it you a gonna shot. watch that or always sunny first? Oh God! Um, tonight, always sunny. Definitely not going to watch the anime tonight. You're definitely going to go through gonna the gonna whole series sunny. before you watch the anime. No, no, I'll make it. A point. <laughs> I'll make it a point. I'll make it a point. I'm making a point, and I'm falling in love. No, but I I left more satisfied than I thought I would from. That's it. awesome. Yeah, no, good yeah. recommendation. I enjoyed watching it. Please don't send us any more anime, though. I w- <laughs> I will say. Way fucking better than whatever the fuck I watched last week on action. Yeah, that was like peak what I think anime is, what you said. So like how I was saying, this is like a caricature of what I think anime is. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is exactly an mm-hmm. anime. That one was like beyond what I think an anime would do. Like it was too ridiculous. Yeah. What do you... I don't know. I'm sorry, my phone. I, is that a ring? I don't know what it is. I'm sorry! <laughs> Do you have just a rave app? No, I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, there's more to this story that you're not letting on. <laughs> was that a that dog? Was- Do you want? Hey, I'm not. I I honestly don't know what you what you're up to, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it at all. I'm not doing anything. You're, the fuck you are, dude. I I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to take us like down a weird. Stop <laughs> okay. it! I'm sorry. Stop it! I'm so. Is this a lead in? Is this a lead into our contest? We're going to be no, doing? okay, no. But thank you for the suggested. Let's wrap up the. Let's wrap up the segment. I apologize. 
I just it's I watched it two weeks ago, so I think I already had loaded in. We're gonna watch Dark next week, right? That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're watching Dark. I started watching it. It's hard because of the German <laughs> dub over, but okay. What were you doing? Will you tell me what you no, were doing? No, I'm not. You were up to something. <laughs> you fucking stop it right now. <laughs> it's. I don't know how to play shit into the mic. Hold on. Don't do it again. Don't. <laughs> stop. Where are we at? This isn't on the show. I notes. know. I'm. I can't. I'm work sorry. Like I'm this. just a fucking dipshit. Is what this is. So yeah, we're gonna watch. We're, we're gonna watch Dark, and now we're gonna get paid. So let me segment you in. I hate I hate what you're doing. <laughs> Taking it out of the stand, guys, because dog ownership can be an incredibly rewarding experience. I have two dogs. BRC has two dogs. They are the best. But having a dog has its own challenges. Having a puppy is even better, but also even worse at the very same time. It is so good terrible for your carpets. Do you find yourself breaking your back cleaning up after your new pup? Well, you're in luck with urine luck. Urine luck uses a patented formula that not only gets rid of the dog pee smell and the stain, but it is guaranteed to not have your dog pee in the same spot twice. How? It's our patented formula handed down from generation to generation. Our secret is we hire only type 1 alpha male personalities and make them drink and eat a variety of flavors, which results in a toxic blend that we bottle and bring to you. Our best-selling blend comes from a strict diet of diet rock star energy drinks and asparagus. Once your dog gets one whiff of urine luck, they'll never pee in the same spot twice, and that is a money-back guarantee my friends use the promo code bumfuzzle at urineluck.com slash bumfuzzle for a buy one get one free on your very first purchase and do this now because this ad is expiring at the end of the week floor soaked in piston smelling sour give that rug a golden shower urine luck oh god That was beautiful. I will say this. Urine Luck hasn't sent us anything. <laughs> like like samples? Nothing. Yeah. Mayo Crate sent us stuff. I don't understand. I so this is the thing that trips me out. Was able to use glug buds. This trips me out because I don't because I don't I don't want to get mad at us. But I don't even know But it's their last I don't ad. even know what their packaging looks like. Like, I don't even know what their bottles look like. Their fucking website. Like, they bought the bottom line. Their website is literally a logo and a dog peeing on a rug. And it's like, what does your fucking product look like? Like, there's. I don't get it. Like, is it just. Do they just send us a spray bottle with stinky ass pee in it? Because that's what I'm figuring out. I've spent four weeks reading this, and I'm pretty sure it's just stinky pee. I think so, too. No, it's the last one. Unless they want to re-up. And if they want to re-up and give us more money, then you're in luck because you're in luck. We'll take care of all your needs. But if they don't, fuck them. Yeah. Right? We've, we should definitely not do this again for other people so that, that we don't scare them off. But I agree with you that this need, this discussion yeah, needed but, to happen. Yeah. I mean, it could have happened off the air. It would have made more yeah, sense. It's all good. All right. Into mm-hmm. the information. So... Mm, 
Joey. The news. In the news, Alex Jones accuses sexual harassment and bullying at InfoWars. InfoWars about to be banned from YouTube. So I didn't know anything about this. It broke today, and I just want to say, with Alex Jones being accused of sexual harassment and bullying, you know, it's always the people you don't expect, you know? (laughs) It's 100%. Like, you just could never have seen it coming. Uh, That someone like Alex Jones would be accused of sexual harassment and bullying. We've talked about Alex Jones uh, before on the podcast. Don't go seek him out if you haven't already. But... He's a horrible piece of shit. He he said some bad things. You sent me that video of that guy who flipped him off like on Third Ave in Seattle, and then he did that weird half sprint jog yes. at him. And God, that guy is such an insufferable piece of shit. <laughs> he yeah, sucks. no, he he's a bad dude. And uh, I mean, outside of everything being Alex Jones, he just looks like someone that would sexually harass someone. Like he just has that like. I'm a dad, but when I go on business trips, I get kind of drunk, and I'll, if someone will let me I'm hit it, I'm going to hit it. it. So, Well, did you see what happened with the one of the surviving kids from that school shooting? What? He called him a shit journalist, and then they, everybody reported. So that's where the YouTube thing comes in. Everybody reported because InfoWars is pushing that it was all a hoax, just like they did for Sandy Hook. Which is just the fucking worst thing you can do. <laughs> just like you are just a despicable person if you could ever think that's even possible. So that's what got them strike two from YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it was just this like 17 year old kid who called him a shit journalist. And then Alex Jones went on like a tweet. Not, I wouldn't say a rampage, but he sent him multiple tweets in a row, essentially being like begging him <laughs> to like withdraw what he said about him. Because it's fucking with the money that they get from YouTube. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well that guy's you know, he's gonna he's gonna get what's coming to him. That guy should just die. You know? Stop. <laughs> okay. I know no, what you're, you're doing. I know what you're I'm, doing. I, I've responded. Yeah. <sighs> know what you're fucking okay. doing. <laughs> Not sure if you take me like a damn. Don't, I definitely don't do that. But I'm wearing gym shorts. Ooh, right I'm now. jealous. I'm wearing sweatpants that I've been wearing all day, and I want to get in gym shorts. It was hot today, but then it became very cold. It got to sixty degrees. Can I ask you a really random question? Yes, please. When you take an explosive shit, do you okay enjoy it or do you dislike it? It depends upon the frequencies of explosive shits I've taken in the uh, the time around it. Yes, that makes sense. Like it, it also depends upon the type of shit, explosive shit I take. There's some I really enjoy. There's some I hate. There's always a com- piece of relief to it. That's obvious. But the act itself is that enjoyable? Because I will say this: if it's nice, if it's a nice sturdy turd, that's typically a more relaxing experience. Because I'm not going through like if terrible I, gut-riching pain in my stomach beforehand. I mean, that's true. If I get it all out, yeah. Yeah, it feels great. You know what? I just, I feel bad because I'm pretty sure we had a female uh, send us a question. And I think, I think they're never going to 
listen to this podcast again because this just came up about explosive shits. I think the term explosive shit just only works for one demographic. Okay. I'm sorry. I just feel bad. And I actually, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know it's a female. We'll get to it yes. in a second. It's one of those names. It's I don't one know. of those names. You actually even wrote that in the notes. All right. Now, next to the next other thing. Listen up, it's time for sports. This shit's recorded. How else are you supposed to know that this shit's important? Sports. Um, so Aaron and Kirby and I had a conversation, and I said something to him that I was very afraid to admit. And I called him with the utmost confidence that he wouldn't be upset at me, question my fanhood. And that was that I just sat down and had the realization after sitting in front of the television and watching a spring training game that spring training fucking sucks. And I responded with, thank you so much for saying this. I've thought this for a very long time. (laughs) It sucks. It's It's not not fun. It's not fun. It's a waste of money to go there. It's not fun. And this is when you told me this, I uh, I recounted one of my one of my great memories I have with my dear friend Sean Millar, where him and I went down to spring training and we had a great time. But we only went to one spring training game and it was probably the worst part of the trip. <laughs> we got to go see an NBA game, which I hadn't seen in years. We went and saw the Phoenix yeah. Suns versus the New Orleans Hornets. I think they were the Hornets mm-hmm. at the time, whatever they were before the Pelicans. Then we went to a Phoenix Coyotes game versus San Jose Sharks game. So we got to see three total sports. But spring training is just so fucking boring. It's incredibly boring. And it's too hot to hang out because it's Phoenix. It's like 100 degrees. I don't know how those people survive in Phoenix during the summer. It blows my mind that anyone can. My wife's friend lived in fucking Scottsdale and... There would be days where there was a time where she turned on her air conditioning in the summer and it cracked her windshield. That's fucking gross. I don't like yeah. that at all. I just, the, the whole thing but of in like. Phoenix, it's like 100 Yeah, degrees. and just the whole like not playing for anything and like seeing fucking guys that you don't really want to see. It's just like. And very rarely seeing dingers. Yeah. Like, and you you see a pitcher you want to have pitch, but he pitches like an inning and all the stars. Like, I get going to, like, so I went to spring training with my dad when I was probably like, I don't know, in the fourth grade. And that was the coolest. We got to eat out all the time. I got to get Mike Cameron's autograph. It was super, super yeah. cool. And it's very cool for old people because old people go to retire in Arizona. My grandparents live in Arizona in the winter because they also live in South Dakota in the summer. And why would you stay in South Dakota in the winter if you are old? It makes no sense. But, like, I just don't get the appeal of it at this age. And you were the one who turned it on, and I actually went and looked at ticket prices. If we wanted to go to Phoenix uh, from Chicago in any time in the month of March, it would cost $400 one gross it's terrible and it would be like the best price i found was like 650 for round yeah it's not like i'm i mean it's whatever like it's like kind of cool but the fact that like there's so many players moving in and out 
and you just see how much it doesn't matter to other people that you the score fucking doesn't matter at all. Like no one remembers the fucking score of a goddamn spring training game. That was one thing I remember saying to you is that like if you go to spring training and the Mariners lose, it's whatever. If I fly back to Seattle to watch a Mariners yeah. game, I'm be pissed if they Yeah. Lose. Yeah. You're just not playing for anything. Exactly. The best thing that has ever come out of me going to spring training, besides getting Edgar Martinez's, uh, Mark, Mike Cameron's autograph, I also got Ruben Sierra, the Ruben Slam, which big Oh, that guy baby. had the best stride uh, in the game. <laughs> love that boy. But when I was actually there with Sean... I actually got to see one of the rarest things you can see in sports uh, when I was there. And I don't think, I'm not even sure what the probability is of seeing it in any American sport. A midget. But I got to see, no, <laughs> but I will tell you today, I uh, saw a midget on a bicycle today. Very fun. Um, but I saw a man who wore a Super Bowl champions Arizona Cardinals t-shirt. What? In yes, what year? I have if this was, we had to have gone in 2010. So I think it was the year after. Oh, okay, that's fair. But here's the thing: it was the official looked just like the Steelers. Like I don't know how he got it. Like it was the like it was definitely one in one of those boxes that I guess is supposed to be sent like to like a third world yeah. country and just given away for free. But somehow this really old white dude in Arizona had one and I walked directly up to him and pulled out my phone and took a picture. Like he didn't say anything, just walked up to him blatantly took a picture of it and then walked away. And if I still had Facebook, it's on that Facebook somewhere, <laughs> but I don't have it anymore. Did you, you didn't caption it. Did you caption it? I'm not sure. I probably captioned it, but I honestly don't remember. I will reactivate my Facebook to find it if I can remember my Facebook. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't do that. All right. Because if you did that, like, you'd be like, oh, look, I haven't heard of these people. And you're like, oh, wow, they're terrible. And you're like, oh, wow, people are terrible. And then you would just have a skewed perspective. I need to keep you pure and white as a driven snow, Aaron Kirby. And Facebook is not where you go for that to happen. Thank you. Yeah, fuck spring training, though. Spring training, there's just so much more you could do. Like, there's, it's just, like, I get it if you live in, like, I mean, I don't really get it overall. If you're a baseball fan, I don't get what the enjoyment out of spring training is. Besides the warm Mm -hmm. weather. But it costs too much to get down there. The games cost nothing to get in. Absolutely nothing. But you don't get to see your favorite Mm -hmm. players. I'm a guy who went to the World Baseball Classic, and part of that was to be, I guess, the hipster baseball fan. So I got to see all these people that became something in the major leagues after they went and got signed. Like, I got to see you, Darvish. I got to see Yoenis uh, Cespedes. I got to see Araldis Chapman. I got to see all these people. But, like, there's just so many people in spring training you don't see Yeah, that are going to be good in the future. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't get at, at this age. I don't get the appeal of it. It's yes. Yeah. It sucks shit. It should be shorter. I think you were the one that said that they should just do like batting practice. Like I would rather watch batting practice, live batting practice, but yeah, but just like a net Live. Well, cause so like you go to a Mariners game, right? The Mariners do batting practice first. And then at the earliest point where you walk in, the Mariners are already into batting practice. Yep. 
and then the opposing team gets into it. So you can watch all the opposing team, but you don't want to catch a dinger from some dude on the Orioles. You want to catch a dinger from Nelson Cruz when you're sitting in the bleachers. Yes. Yeah. I'm just in I would rather I'm just in that. disagreement that they have to actually play these games. I don't think that this helps them. I don't think that this helps Robinson Cano or Felix or any of those guys. I don't think it helps Mike Trout. Like I think it just puts them at greater risk. So it's like like the whole like well, there therein lies the NFL preseason argument. Too. Yeah, it's just like it's it's only for people who have an uncertain future, right? Which is just like why make it like an event, you know? Like why? Yeah, I think it'd be dope if they did NFL preseason games at like fucking high schools or something. That would be sick. That would be actually yeah, cool. just something that's a little bit more of an inviting environment at the very least, you know. Do NFL preseason games sell out? No. I've been I had season tickets to the Seahawks and I gave them up like a couple years ago. And I mean, not only do they not sell out, dude, but like if you want to fucking walk down and century link to other spots, you can do that too. So which is so and dude, don't even get me started on fucking training camp. God, like why do you The idea that people go and that <laughs> That blows my mind more than spring yeah. training, dude. That people go to Renton and they watch training camp sold out and they just see nothing. They don't see contact. They don't see... Like, everybody breaks away and runs to the end zone because nobody's... They're just like, just go. Just run. Who yeah. No, no kidding, dude. Like, I remember seeing videos of, like, Patriots fans, like, sprinting when the gates open to get a good spot. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like... What are you hoping to gain from this experience? It's so weird to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. Fuck any of that. I just... If you guys like that, cool. Try to explain it to me, because I don't fucking get it at all. Yeah, tweet at us, uh, or send us an email. <laughs> That's another thing with the emails. If you guys want to say anything to us, don't even... Like, if you disagree with anything we say, email us. I like us. that. You don't have to ask us a question or send us homework. Give us your point. We'll talk yeah. about it. Let us know. If you're, like, sitting there being like, I fucking love spring yeah. training, then, yeah, tell yeah. us why. We if you're know. like, Pierce, yeah, your little fucking drums machine bit was so fucking dumb. Please don't ever do that again. Just anything. Just talk insane yeah, amount of shit in the safety of the internet. I can't send an email to myself. <laughs> I can't. It'll say Aaron.n.kirby at gmail.com sent you, and I'll be like, yeah, I know who that is. I'll tweet at you, though. It only matters if you make yourself laugh, Aaron Kirby. All right. I have a question for you. I have a hot sports question since we started talking about the training. This is involves our spicy NFL offseason. Perfect. Um, but as you are the resident Seahawks fan, the most anal lick it all person yes. I know, uh, if you had to choose mm-hmm. which player on the Seahawks to keep, yep. there's two players on your defense named Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas. I think mm-hmm. you've heard of them. Who would you keep? Earl Thomas. Because, right, (laughs) Earl Thomas? Yeah. And why is Because he's probably one of the best free safeties to ever play the game. 
And you don't think Richard Sherman is one of the best cornerbacks alive right now? Probably, but I still feel like you can get cornerbacks a dime a dozen. Like, though he is a great cornerback, I feel like at cornerback, you can get away with a lot more with not having a premium player where free safety kind of defines a defense. After seeing what Marcus Peters got traded for, I wish the, the Seahawks would trade Earl Thomas to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the same price. And we would get fleeced. What do you think you would take? To trade Earl Thomas? Yeah, you want you want Jameis? I'll give you Jameis. Put it this way. If the Seahawks were to trade Earl Thomas to another team, they better be damn sure they have everyone locked and loaded to win a Super Bowl for the next couple of years. Because they are going to have no future with what would be returned on that trade. They would at least need two. Do you think they would two ones? Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how many years do you think Earl has left playing this level that you like? You think he plays at? I'm going to look this up again because it annoys me every single time I do look it up. But last time I checked. Isn't he, he's, he's like 26, right? 28. He's born in 1989. 28. So as a free safety, you can expect him what? To slow down in four yeah. years? That's a that's a long time in football. It is. It's 2022. Yeah, dude. He would be done when Robinson Cano's done, I think. Ish. Yeah. Maybe by a year. Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham's trying to get over 20 mil a year. That's that's good for him. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Antonio Brown has 17 mil a year. That's the best in the NFL for that position at this point. That's a that's a whole thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Play Portals contract actually, I thought was good for um, the Jaguars. By the way, I was a fan of it. People should have Blake Portals because I think it's funny and it's trendy. But I mean that that it's very it was like fun. seven million a it's year, a right? He, that's all he got. No, no, no. He got like seventeen million. Let me look it up. I thought it was seven million a look year because I was like, "Oh, what's because the his signing, his re-upping has affected the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes because we've seen, of course, the Redskins trade for Alex Smith, and we've seen the Jaguars. There's a lot of talk that he's going to be looking at Minnesota. Yeah. There's a lot of talk he's looking at Denver. I think those are his two best options to try to compete. There was talk that we talked about last week where the Jets want to throw the book at him. Yeah. To try to get him in New York, but if I were Kirk Cousins and you had to choose between those three people or those three teams at least uh you gotta you, they gotta be the odd man out right yeah i mean the minnesota vikings were a step away from the super bowl the denver broncos are have a really good defense and really good receivers i hope he picks minnesota if he picks minnesota i said this many times like that will be the funnest team in the nfl if he picks minnesota mm-hmm. if, uh, if which i don't think Kirk cousins is like an elite quarterback no. by any means but Minnesota is such a good team that you just need someone just like Kirk yeah, Cousins to just not fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, great. He's not a fuck up. He's you can't describe Kirk I Cousins mean, as a fuck up. Rewind the world for a second. Rewind time. Time is a flat circle. Let's let's let's. Uh, it's as flat as the Earth. Let's go back a little bit and let's talk about how Kirk Cousins. I rewinded, it. dude. It was I a record it. noise. 
it was not a, it, rewind. I can't even do I it. Gave but, uh, I gave you emphasis. Give me, give me your best impression of a beatboxer doing a rewind right now. Right. Go. You're okay. Shit. I asked okay. from your mouth. Hail Hitler. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That last part was the best part. <laughs> so, uh, they pick the Redskins pick uh, RG three, and then they pick Kirk Cousins pretty high. I think in the third or fourth round, and everyone was making fun of him mm-hmm. for it. And now Kirk Cousins might be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL in a month. And RG three is where? That's so weird to me. I feel like there's more to the RG three thing because I still think that guy could play. I th- well, I mean, his knee is torn up. Oh, he's not the best thrower in the league. He was a dual threat, and his knees all yeah. He lost his speed because of your damn cheating Seahawks. Hey man, I should call him the cheat Hawks. You know what I mean? Do you know that McDonald's has a podcast called The Sauce? What? Did you know? What? Did you know that McDonald's has a podcast called The Sauce? The no is what is it? I'm looking at the episode. Are you, are you trying to play something? No, right I'm now? looking at the episode <laughs> names. One has to do with a certain sauce that they have. They they, they the Szechuan just dropped the Rick and yeah. So that's sauce. that's one of them. They also have one about their French fries. Speaking of that, you want to get paid again? Um, yeah, sorry. I hope you don't want to kill me after this. Let's get paid. Guys, we have a new sponsor. Sorry, I was eating sunflower seeds. I didn't think you'd be so quick. We have a new sponsor, everybody. It is Haribo. Haribo makes some of the best candy in the world. You have Haribo Gold Bears. You have Sour Gold Bears. You have Happy Cola. You have Twin Snakes. You have Happy Cherries. You have Berries. You have Smurfs. You have Frogs. You have Dinosaurs. You have Alphabet Letters and many more. And now they're bringing an exciting new product bound to make your mouth water. My friends, I introduce to you Sour Skeddy. It is a tongue-twistingly sour spaghetti strand. You have shaped strands of apple, strawberry, and blueberry flavors. True sour power, small strands, and delicious chewy texture. Now, I got some sour spaghetti in the mail. I'm not sure if you've been able to get any yet, Chris. But I think what puts this over more than anything is the size. So, like, I like me a sour gummy worm, right? But one sour gummy worm, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. With sour sketty, you have these smaller strands which have a very chewy texture. It's kind of like to Big them, League Chew. You, in a very yeah, almost cut in the exact same way as Big League Chew. You are correct, and it is so good. You can put one in there and you can work on it. You can put a handful in there. I'm guilty of doing both, my friends. Haribo sour sketty is the next best sour candy on the market today, and currently our friends at CVS are doing. One dollar sour skeddies. That is an MSRP of two seventy nine, my friends. That's more than fifty percent off. So go to your CVS, grab you some sour skeddy. Haribo makes children happy and adults as well. God, that sounds good. I've been eating so much sour skeddy. I uh, I messaged my buddy Evan Morrison and uh, wonderful man. 
and I told him that I finally got on the Sour Sketty train because he told me about it months ago because I like Happy Cola. Happy Cola, Haribo, are, is my, might be my favorite candy of all mm. time. I grew up on it. I love it. And he told me that he's like, I got my wisdom teeth out a, lo- a little bit ago, like two years ago, and he thinks that the wound reopened because of how much Sour Sketty he was eating. Jesus, dude. It's delicious. It's delicious. That's like abusive. So, yeah, good for you. Yeah, me. I mean, you only live once, I guess. All right. Aaron, I'm excited. We have a bunch of questions. We have questions. Did I delete the wrong one? No, they're all there. All three. There was one. I deleted one, and I told myself it'll be for next week. I have to go into my inbox. We have another one. Sorry, I'm talking out loud here. I'm, or I'm thinking. Beep. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. This is from Casey from <laughs> Newcastle. Aaron says he doesn't eat a McDonald's. Aaron, do you eat any fast food? First question is uh, email us or tweet us. You emailed me. I was the one who saw this. Email me which Newcastle you are. Are you Newcastle, Washington, or are you Newcastle, England? I would like to know. But, yeah, I actually I don't have a vendetta against all fast food. I just am very particular with what I like. Like, in terms of, like, the McDonald's-like restaurants, like, I love Wendy's. They are good nugs. I like, they got good. So, it, when the Wendy's has good chicken. I'm a, I'm a big fan of any place that has really quality chicken. Oh, yeah. So, like, I like Chick-fil-A. Dude, Chick-fil-A is the fucking everything, bro. It's the shit, dude, with the waffle fries. The waffle fries, fries are so everything. Good. But Wendy's, I think, gets a bad rap because it costs more than all the other uh, fast food places. But that's because their shit's never frozen. Yeah. It's fresh. And it's made fresh. It's delicious. And then I have one that's completely against why I like Wendy's and Chick-fil-A, and I love Arby's. <laughs> like, like, when they said that Arby's was caught and they had horse meat in it, I was just like, oh, good. I, just, I guess I like horse meat. Yep. Like, it didn't affect me emotionally. I wasn't going to stop. I just was like, oh, wow, I think horse is delicious because I fucking love Arby's. You give me like a, oh, you give me a fucking Arby's, like a, what do they call them? It's been a while since I've been there. The Arby's sandwich, the Arby's sauce by itself is delicious. The Arby's sauce, it's like horseradish or whatever. Yeah, oh, so good. You put that on the roast beef. Oh, give me a beef and cheddar. Baby, I love it. But what what fast food are you in? I'll do it all, man. McDonald's ain't bad. I'm not mad at McDonald's. The fucking French fries are so addicting. Um, but here's the thing: I would like to say, I don't hate on McDonald's because of the flavor. I would argue McDonald's tastes better than all of these things. Woo! I just hate on McDonald's because of the process. Okay. I think McDonald's is delicious. I think McDonald's French fries are among the tastiest things I've ever put in yeah. my mouth. I get why everyone has them, but I just don't like how they make yeah. their stuff that's why i really like wendy's that's like what they appeal for wendy's and chick-fil-a yeah. for me. so if i'm going like which we'll is keep it nationwide because that's really what this question is right well taco time is taco time's legit if we're gonna if i we're eat gonna taco talk. time the most out of any of it um i really like chick-fil-a chick-fil-a's bomb um the kfc two-piece meal though is legit dude can I, firstly, let me tell you two things. One, when I was in Washington getting married, Chelsea and I were outside of a taco time two times while we were there waiting for it to open. <laughs> like just sitting in our car within 10 minutes of them opening because we wanted to. What, did you, what so do you get? 
I like the crisp. Fuck yeah, burrito. bro. Number two. Yeah, it's yeah. the shit. Like, I don't give a shit what's in it. I the like the chicken all of with it. the sour cream, chicken. though. The beef one. Yep. The bomb. Bing bomb. Yeah. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. Oh, let's yeah. make out. Come here. Come here. Get over here. Come here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. And then uh, I will say one of the most embarrassing stories I've ever had happened at a KFC because uh, at one point I smoked a lot of weed mm-hmm. and I would just fuck with buckets nonstop at KFC. <laughs> but I read a article. <laughs> I read an article. Uh, talking about what was called the skin witch. And the skin witch was a sandwich that they were testing. I didn't read this part. I just read that the skin witch existed. Mm -hmm. And on my computer, I was reading. And the skin witch is essentially bread. You know, your Sounds like a nickname for a vagina. (laughs) It does sound like a nickname. (laughs) Like, let me get in your skin witch, baby. (laughs) Let me peel it back. (laughs) Let me get in that pastrami skin. In which <laughs> that pastrami. <laughs> so the skin, which is two layers of the skin, which is the best part of KFC, mm-hmm. right? So two layers of skin, a nice layer of bacon, two more layers of skin, and then the top of the bun. So Aaron Kirby, at the age of like twenty, was stoned out of his mind. He walked his happy... I had a studio apartment in Sammamish, Washington. Walked my happy ass over to KFC. Just fucking ridiculously high. Walked up to the counter very confident. was like, I would like a skin witch, please. And the person looked at me like, what? And I was like, the skin witch. And they were like, what, do you, what is that? And then very high, explained to them what a skin witch was watched the shock on their face what i was explaining to them only to tell me that they don't have that and then i just left because i was so embarrassed i was like you know it's the thing it's the bun it's the two layers of skin and then it's the bacon and it's more skin and then it's another bun and it's a you know and I, w- I went to find out that it was, like, only tested in, like, one part of Alabama. And then, like, someone immediately had, like, a spike in their triglycerides and they dropped dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So this question is n- another one from email. Jesse from Dallas. And it's on a similar note. And they want to know your favorites about Chicago food. And then they also want to know the food that you miss most being, or being away from Seattle. I know the Seattle answer. I'm not going to say it. But I know what it is. Uh, I'll lead off with my favorite mm-hmm. Chicago food because tonight I had an Italian beef for mm-hmm. dinner, uh, which is delicious, which is uh, thinly sliced beef, uh, th- thinly sliced beef on a bun. Uh, and then I dip it. So you dip it in like the au jus, mm-hmm. but it's like the whole sandwich is dipped. I put my like a French on, dip. Fuck with the peppers. Yeah, but it's like you submerge the entire sandwich. Mm. It's wet and it's gross. That's something I never knew existed until I moved to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, deep dish pizza. A lot of people say, maybe it's because I'm not a, like a Chicago guy. People, people say here that like Chicagoans don't eat deep dish pizza, but the thin crust pizza in this town sucks. So like I only eat deep dish pizza because like, like even Pagliacci's in Seattle, yeah, there's nothing as good as Pagliacci's here in terms of thin crust. Damn, that's bold. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, I, I tried Aurelio's recently because somebody told me to try it. I've tried Art of Pizza. You know, I've tried uh, 
uh, what's the one? I've tried Domu. I've tried I've tried a bunch of pizza here, but like Pequod's pizza is my favorite. I love the deep dish pan pan crust on that. I like Italian beefs, and I gotten really into euros. I've had euros before, but the euros here are very very good and they're a lot more easily that's what's so dope about places like chicago and new york is that they actually have like single origin culture still so like you get like fucking good italian and like good greek food there is a euro place that i still need to go to in west loop that's supposed to be just the fucking shit oh and the chicago dog because i'm not i was one i'm not sure if it's a place where i came from but i always kind of I wouldn't say look down on hot dogs, but I never considered hot dog as like a viable meal. But here, the Chicago dog is so good. Uh, it has pickle, it has like sweet relish on it, has peppers, it has tomatoes. It's really, really good. The Chicago dog is quite mm-hmm. good. But the food that I miss the most is definitely Asian food. Oh, I was going to say tats. Well, oh yeah. I mean, if you tell me a place to miss the most, it's tats hands yep. down. I was working today and i got a lead and someone's like well i can't come back into town until friday i'm in seattle and i was like hey i'm from seattle if you are near pioneer square go to tats and get a tats draw me you won't regret it let's schedule you a tour tats is the shit but pho fresh seafood which affects the sushi there's some solid sushi here but there's not like the cheap sushi in seattle is what the best sushi Mm -hmm. is here uh but honestly pho Pho is so good. I miss pho the most. There, I've I've been to like two pho places. It's just, there's just not a lot of Vietnamese. You know what I like about pho is that it's like one of the only restaurants that you can go and eat it alone, <laughs> and no one like looks at you weird. No one gives yeah. a shit. It's the best. Yeah, it's the absolute best. People people talk about comfort food, and for me, I'm not sure what it is about pho, but pho might be my ultimate comfort food. Like, if I'm feeling totally. sick, if I'm feeling like I absolutely adore pho. Maybe it's the fact of how you eat it and the way that you like breathe it all. Yeah, in. but pho is so fucking just good. Drape that bitch in sriracha and just go to work. You throw the sprouts oh, yeah, in there, dude. You throw the mint uh, a little in there, bit, but yeah, dude. You throw the lime. You yeah, dude. Lime. One time I squeezed lime into a girl's pho, and she told me that it ruined the entire thing. And it wasn't like I squeezed a lot. I just took one little wedge and just was like, oh, here's some pho, like, or here's some lime for you. And I just, just squeezed. And then she had to send it back. One time I ordered pho at this place, and they gave me the wrong thing. And I was like, hey, this is like the, this is, I tried a little bit of it. And she was like, I was, cause I wasn't sure. I thought the meat was darker cause I got chicken, but it would look darker. So I was like, I actually think this is like brisket. And I was, mm-hmm. I, I called her over and I was like, Hey, this is, I don't think this is what I, what I wanted. And she's like, Oh, she's like, what did you want? I was like the, the foga, the chicken. And she's like, okay. And she went and took it and she was standing in the kitchen and like kept looking out at me and like making eye contact with me and she'd like look back and look at me again and then she like had this disgruntled look on her face and she poured it in the in the garbage and got me a fresh bowl i think she was trying to just fucking pick out the meat and put in different meat dude (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's what she was trying to do 
That's a hundred percent. So I will say this about pho restaurants: the service at every pho place. I've never had. Dude, the best is that you get a hot thing of pho with sriracha in it, so you're dying, and they never refill your water the entire time. <laughs> no, and there's never ice in it, and they literally walk up and they're like, "What do you want?" And you just tell them, and they're like, "Cool," and then they go and get it, and then that's the last you talk yeah. to them. Incredible balance and, and stability, bringing out those big fucking bulls, though. I will say that. I never, I mean, I'll like tip a dollar, but I don't tip at five. No, you do all the work for the most part. Yeah. You don't do anything. You get no water. And you also get those tiny little water cups. Those little baby yeah. water and cups. And dude, you can't tell me the fact that, I don't know what, you, what you've been to, but everywhere I've been, like, you order futs pretty much on your table like a minute later. Like, you can't tell me that shit's oh, hard. The best. Yeah, but that's, but to my point is, like, you can't say it's fucking hard to, like, make it and shit. No, because they make it all. Okay, question for you. So you normally go chicken? Okay, so I normally go chicken, but I'm a big tendon guy as well. Do you like? I haven't gone tendon. I usually do the chicken ginger stuff. Yeah, you should try tendon Mm -hmm. because it's like, you're talking about texture earlier with the sour spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Um, By no means is it similar to that, but it's such a fun chew and it's delicious and it's gelatinous and it has that fat that we've talked about that we like in steak. You should give it a shot. Love tendon. Not a fan of tripe. But I like tendon. Okay. I'm with it. Tripe's a little weird for me. I am going to do it just for you. But there is a place in Lincoln Park on Lincoln Ave called Pho. And it's F-U-H. And it is very, very highly rated. And then there's also Uptown Pho that is on Argyle Street. So those are two places that you should try. So, uh, okay, I was going to ask. So uh, uh, Uptown Pho I've been told about. But Argyle is very far from me. So one day I will make that. Because that's the best part about pho is like you wake up in the morning on a Sunday and you're feeling like shit and you don't want to like get brunch. So you get pho. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite thing. So like Argyle would be like an hour subway. What about what about pho on Lincoln Ave? I, I'm, I'm looking at that one right now. Uh, that is closer to me because it's in Lincoln Park. Mm. You know what's not fun? Pho to go. Dude, pho to go is... So nachos are horrible. <laughs> To go, yes. but Fudigo is like a science experiment. You have to put it all together. It's. I feel like you get ripped off. I don't get mm-hmm. it. I don't get it. Ooh, this place looks really good. I'm happy. I'm happy that we can make you less homesick. Final question, Aaron Kirby, to round up the night. Kyle Harbaugh from D.C. Which animal is better, otter or goat? Oh, dude, otter. Yeah, but it. it the, the this is this question's limited because it's just. Better is subjective. Better how? Like better looking or better fun? Better looking otter. Better functioning otter. Better functioning otter. I beg your pardon. Goats will fucking produce milk and will mow your lawn. Yeah, but goats don't fall asleep while they're on their backs and hold hands with other goats so they don't float away. And they also <laughs> don't use tools where they put clams on their belly and they break it with rocks and eat it all. But I mean as a function... They also don't fight alligators. I mean a function for a human. Crocodiles. I meant crocodiles. They fight Function crocodiles. for a human, though. A goat is more functional. Yeah, well, companionship's another thing us humans like, and I think I'd have a pretty good otter companion. Otters, here's the thing you don't know about me. Otters are my favorite. Okay, then. So when I saw this, I licked my lips because I was like, goats are cool, but fuck goats compared to otters. Ooh. Fuck them. And if you don't like that, you can email me at bumfuzzlepodcast at gmail.com, but fuck goats. I, don't get me wrong. I love goat milk. I've never had otter milk. I'm not sure if it exists. I'm not sure if it's creamy. I don't know if it's good on pizza. I've had male otter milk. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Wait, isn't that cum? Hold on. Maybe. <laughs> I think you drank cum. Wait a second. Possibly? Nah, it's cum, dude. Where do you think the milk comes from on a male otter? It's one udder? <laughs> yeah, the cum stick. Email us at bumphusslepodcast at gmail.com with your questions and your... Did I commit a crime? Depends upon if he was old enough or not. Oh, no. (laughs) See you next week. Talking. See you next time for the challenge on the talking.